The year was 1940. St. Mary of the Woods College had been established exactly 100 years prior, and this small Midwestern Catholic liberal arts college already had a full, rich history. At this time, the college was only accepting women, and most classes were taught by nuns. It has been said that one sister in particular had quite the talent for painting, often painting portraits for others. Her beautiful work never missed a single detail, spending days, sometimes even weeks, perfecting all aspects of the painting, but always saving the face for last. The face, the sister insisted, was the most detailed and thus required the most attention. One day, she finally decided to tackle a self-portrait. Just like every portrait before, no detail fell short, nothing was overlooked, and as always, she saved the face for last. The painting was almost complete, everything but the face, when the sister suddenly fell ill. Some stories claim she first traveled to France and then became sick. Other claims say she was still on campus, but the one consistency is she never recovered and eventually passed away, leaving behind the unfinished portrait. For one reason or another, it is said that her spirit still roams the various campus buildings, mostly Foley Hall while it was still standing, where her unfinished portrait remained. Sometimes you can hear her weeping quietly in the pews of the church. Sometimes you will feel she is standing right over your shoulder in a classroom. Sometimes you may even see her figure in the windows of different buildings. But the one thing that remains the same from story to story is this. You will never see the sister's face. Or so they say. All of that just like escaped my brain. So let's see if we can yeah. <laughs> do it one Go more time. Go ahead and give it a whirl. Okay. Hello, you're listening to Or So They Say, a podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Megan. And I'm Kelsey. And we're new here. Hi. So this is our first episode. So we'll explain a little bit um, about what our podcast is exactly. This Bear isn't with us. just, we'll get there. <laughs> it's not just ghost stories. Yes, we do give you the ghost story, but we're going to take it one step further. And we want to see, are those ghost stories legit? Uh, the history behind them. If, if there's any validity to these ghost stories, because everybody, there's always a small town tale. Everybody has their little haunted place, but I feel like everyone just kind of takes the story at face value. So mm-hmm. what we've done is we've decided to... <laughs> turn it into a science fair project i don't know we have decided that we're gonna do research on it see if there's actually like historical accuracy to these stories like if there's a reason these came about or if it's just kind of like campfire stories that grew and grew and grew um so yeah the sort of what you're looking at is we're going to talk about the structure and the history of the of the haunts um then we actually want to give you our firsthand experience of of those scary places we've been a number of places we're going to keep going places um so yeah we'll tell you what we see what we saw and then in the end we'll let you know if if we think it's real or not you can be the judge obviously but yeah well that's that's what we're looking at so that's a small intro small little introduction there what's going on what we're doing here uh it's gonna be a little rough deal with us <laughs> bear with us to calm our nerves oh um, yeah yeah we uh, this was not we, intended but like we obviously have no idea what we're doing yeah we're so feeling it out we both listen to a number of podcasts and i think we're taking a little a tiny note and like the tiny is a, it's a big note uh from one of our favorite Just podcasts wine and crime 
small shout out yes yeah, small, small shout out to wine and crime uh please go listen to them notice like, me senpai god they're wonderful <laughs> i love them so much so what they do is they pair a wine with a crime that they talk about go figure we are not necessarily doing that we're just nervous so we're gonna drink but we decided to make it fun and we went out to find and we, we paired it anyway yeah we paired it we tried very hard to try to pair this um this episode with an alcoholic beverage and surprisingly the catholics and alcohol don't mix a whole lot and if so, you're wondering what catholics have anything to do with it we should probably tell you we're telling what the story. today's episode is yes, we're gonna tell you the story of the faceless nun da -dum, da -dum, da -dum. the faceless nun of saint mary of the woods college now, a lot of these ghost stories, you'll probably have something very similar near you or in your own hometown. I don't know if this one would be as widespread. It's pretty. Yeah, because it's a, it's a small. I mean, we'll get there. Point. Yeah, it's it's a it's a nun without a face. <laughs> Surprise. So, yeah, That's we tried to find it. Yeah, we tried to find an alcohol to match that. And weirdly, we had a hard time uh, traveling the aisles of our local grocery, grocery store. store. Uh, shop local Basler's market so we found the <laughs> sweet baby jesus chocolate peanut butter porter beer um on it like it's gonna be heavy but i'm kind of excited to try it right it's brewed in baltimore maryland which we're not in maryland we are in indiana but it was the closest thing we could find to fit the story i thought it was funny sweet baby jesus the nuns they it's all it's all there it's all kosher all right wait that's I guess it's not kosher. <laughs> okay. So let's get cracking, ladies and gentlemen. Crack that beer. Ready? Three, two, one. Ooh. Why did that? That was, <laughs> was a like, lot. Eek. Just the tiniest fart. Sorry. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's... let's. Oh, God. It's. It smells, it smells heavy. Yeah, it smells, <laughs> it smells like smells a... thick. She thick, ladies it, and gentlemen. God. I got to stop saying ladies and gentlemen. People. Cut that out. People. Okay. So it. Back up. So back it... up to the smell yeah okay it honestly it smells like a reese cup like it really it, if you get your thing. nose right in it first you smell chocolate and then it's like peanut butter i'm not a big beer person but for the sake of this podcast and for my nerves i'm drinking it so all right so let's give it a whirl i'm not drinking it next to the no, microphone i smell I'm it not now gonna, i smell it now yeah okay. i'm not gonna subject you guys to our drinking noises so let's have ourselves a sip let's see oh what that what? was weird that's why hold on hold one, on one, one more. more that okay hear me out this is smooth as heck it honestly is... i'm picking up almost like a like a coffee yeah in it like a mocha uh, peanut butter it is really smooth y'all here we go well my god if you would have just read the can <laughs> a classic porter with heavenly aromas of flavors of roasted malt mm. chocolate and rich peanut butter with a smooth dry finish one sip and you will exclaim the name sweet, sweet baby, baby jesus, jesus. <laughs> you're welcome duclaw brewing company out of baltimore maryland yeah. not sponsored yet no <laughs> this is yeah i'm all about huh. this actually 6.2 percent alcohol mm -hmm. i quite enjoy it <laughs> quite that's indeed. not bad quite quite yes no that's actually really good okay yeah if if we keep finding stuff like this i am willing to drink 
every episode. I'm fine with that. All right. If you like the alcohol, let us know. If you don't like the alcohol, too that's bad. Uh, too damn bad. <laughs> so. <laughs> that's a shame. Okay. So let's get cracking, Kelsey. All right. So we are discussing the Faceless Nun, as we said. The So the Faceless Nun is from... <sighs> It's weird. So there's Saint, if you're not from around Terre Haute, Indiana, it is St. Mary of the Woods College, but it's weird because it's like there's Terre Haute and then there's West Terre Haute. And if you've ever been here, you will know why there is a distinct, <laughs> well, there's a, there's a separation there for reasons. But anyway, St. Mary of the Woods is nestled inside of West Terre Haute, but it, it's like its own town. It's literally, its address is St. Mary of the Woods, Indiana. So, like, we're a little culty out here. Okay. So, The Faceless Nun is definitely the most prominent story to come out of St. Mary of the Woods. I, honest, I didn't know this. I, apparently there's also the legends of the Blackbird and the Dark Angel at St. Mary's. I've never heard of that. I know, that's why I was like, they're like, these are two other popular ones, but the most popular is... uh, Wait, separate from The Faceless Nun? Yeah, so there's The Faceless Nun... The Blackbird, and then the Dark Angel of Guirenhall. Hmm. Yeah, and they're just like, some people know these, but the most famous, the most famous is the Faceless Nun, because TBH, I've lived here almost my whole life, and I've never effing heard of those. I've never heard of that. Well, that's, I was curious. Uh, I'll listen to the story. I'm just curious if yeah. we well, <laughs> encountered it and didn't realize Well, it. actually, what I said next is, I did not look into those. I, I could not be bothered, but I'm sure they're spooky. <laughs> right. So One I didn't day. want to dive too deep into that because I apparently turned this into like a 2000 word essay for some reason. I did a lot of research on this. It was just interesting because St. Mary, the thing is, this is a ghost story that like St. Mary of the Woods is very real. It is a real small town liberal arts co- Catholic college. So it's like there is history there. So mm-hmm. was an all women's college recently. Yeah, yeah, it was all women. They just recently, within the past few years, introduced men. I think men could take online classes for a while, and now but they could not be on campus. And... Yeah, and now they can be on campus, and some people threw a fit. I don't know. I didn't go. Whatever. Tradition. Yeah, tradition. Tradition. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so the faceless nun had a talent for painting, as was stated in the story. Um, they, so I couldn't, out of all of the things, it's weird. I don't know. I can't decide if she actually existed or not, but the whole point, they never get, there's no name. She That's didn't have a name. That's what I to ask. Yeah, no, there is, I dug and dug and I could not find a name for this hoe. She doesn't, there's hmm. no name. Okay. So, and I don't know if she was like an art teacher or if she just painted a lot. She just liked to paint a campus, uh, but she was obviously teaching something like she was a nun on campus. So uh, this, a lot of the information that I got are the yeah where i got most of this information was from an article written this was confusing it was written in 1974 by then senior don jesus christ J- don <laughs> indeed T- thomas Swiss thomas Sweski. you're doing great thank sweetie. you Look, do you want to see it thomas <laughs> thomas Sweski. top is it towards the top uh don thomas Sweski. Yeah. Tomazuski. Tomazuski. Okay. Tamagotchi. <laughs> Don Tamagotchi. <laughs> Jesus. 
Um, so she was a senior then, written in 1974, but it was republished. The story was republished exactly as is in 1986, and I'm assuming it's because the main interviewee, uh, Sister Esther, we'll get to know her in a second, uh, died in 1986. So I don't know if they're just like, yeah, rip in peace. Like, we're going <laughs> to republish this spooky story that uh, Sister Esther told. Um, and then it was re-republished, I don't know if that's a thing, in 2009. And there's really no reason for that, but they just published it a third time in, in 2009. So Interest, I guess. I don't know. So Dawn is actually still at St. Mary of the Woods College. Okay. Uh, she's ministering as a general officer for the congregation. So, like, these are real people. That's I don't know. That, that was the cool thing about this whole uh, research is that these were real people. Like, literally the only part of it that you can't determine is real is the faceless nun. I'd be interested to ask. I mean, I'm well, sure. Yeah, Sister Esther's dead. So, like, you can't ask her. And she was right. the one with the stories. We'll get there. Dawn just Tamagotchi. is recollecting. Tamagotchi. <laughs> Tamagotchi <laughs> is recollecting Esther's stories. Okay. So, uh, well. So, Dawn's still at St. Mary of the Woods uh, as a minister. Wait, ministering as a general officer for the congregation. So there's speculation that the faceless nun grew in popularity fast in be because the exorcist the exorcist was like just released and so everyone's all hyped up on exorcisms and spooky things in general mm -hmm. and there was speculation that there was actually speculation that St. Mary of the Woods had its own exorcism uh which I'll get to in just a minute. Uh, it was all the rage. Yeah. So Don interviewed sister Esther Newport, who was alive during the Faceless Nun's time, supposedly. Uh, Don was advised to speak with her since she taught in the art department uh, where the Faceless Nun was said to reside because she painted. Esther was in the art department from 1931 to 1964, and the events of the Faceless Nun were said to happen around 1940. So she was, like, right in the thick of it. Um, <laughs> oh, God. So I... I highlighted this because I could not get over. I don't know if it was Tamagotchi or Sister Esther, but one of them was super extra and literally a line in it when uh, Tamagotchi was like, can you tell us the story of the Faceless Nun? It literally says, quote, what you're asking me to do, said Sister Esther when questioned about the stories, is remember. And remember she did with calmness and ease. Like, what an extra hoe. <laughs> like, I was so mad when I read that. I don't know why. That was a, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I have to Yeah, what you're cryptic. asking me to do, time freezes. <laughs> Rewind. I forgot, so. Is remember. Jesus. She, yeah, I was like, that's so dumb. I think it might have been Tamagotchi. She, I mean, her last name's Tamagotchi. <laughs> She's a little extra. Okay. So, Sister Esther said there was no exorcism at Foley, but said that rumors may have started because part of their Holy Saturday liturgies, uh, liturgy, liturgy, tomato, tomato, hopefully, um, was Don't to bless... <laughs> yeah, sorry for all you Catholic school kids. Um, yeah, so part of their Holy Saturday liturgy was to bless the houses by sprinkling them with holy water. Uh, Foley was probably blessed, and to some folks it may have looked like it was being exercised. Um, another potential explanation is, like, the thing is, Esther's over here, like, I don't know how the Faceless Nun came about, but she literally was like, there's another explanation, and it's effing my fault. It's my, it's, it's around because of me. So she says, uh, said, she said in the 30s there were, quote, troubles in Foley, and people were starting to become too afraid to enter because of it. 
So Sister Esther reached out to the superior general at the time, Mother Mary Bernard, and asked if they could do something about it. Which, like, I said is contradictive because she's over here like, oh, the faceless nun is just a story. But she's like, but just in case everyone's effing scared, so could you please go bless this building? Right. Um, so Mother Mary held a mass with the specific intent to, quote, quiet the ghosts in Foley. Like, they are not helping their case oh, that they're wow. like, don't worry, kids, it's not real, but we're just going to bless the mess out of this place. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag bless this mess. <laughs> right. <laughs> so whether they believed there was something there or not, I don't know. Uh, but it seems like an awful lot of trouble to go through to appease some scared students. It's not like, haunted, kids, but it's kind of haunted. Yeah, it's not real. Can someone please bless this building, Christ? <laughs> um. Anyway, she said there were no more. So after, after they did the. I almost said an exorcism. After they blessed the hall, she said there were no more incidents after the mass. Uh, so, but then she, all of these stories that I'm about to tell next are all stories that Sister Esther, like, experienced firsthand. So homegirl's fickle. Like, she's, <laughs> it doesn't, she makes no sense. She is contradictive. So, <laughs> Esther, I, I wrote, I don't want to keep calling her sister. Like, saying Sister Esther over and over is dumb. Her name's Esther. Is it? Like that's, rude. That's, I literally was like, to? "Is it rude?" Because she's dead. Well, <laughs> like they earned that actually, title, right? Like it's not like a PhD. Is I don't know. They go to nunneries. They do go to. I don't know. Oh my! <laughs> if it wasn't apparent, we've let it be known not. that every time I say sister, there's a silent. Or wait, shoot! Every time I say Esther, there's a silent sister in front of it. Right. Okay. Just sister E. Or just no, Esther. Esther, just Esther. <laughs> okay. okay, so Esther was work. These are all stories she told. Remember this. The hoe okay. that's like, it's not real. So Esther was working in Foley one night. Uh, so was Sister Isabel. And just another teacher, I guess. Uh, Sister Ez- Isabel made a comment, quote, I'm sick and tired of this nun coming around. She leaves when I speak to her, and I've never seen her face. Pretty <laughs> on the nose. Right. So Esther suggested that was probably the faceless nun, but like, no, that like that seems stupid because how often does that incident happen? She's like, she oh, sees, that's just the uh, that's good old faceless happens nun. Happens all the time. Everyone tries to talk to her and you just can't catch her face. Like, <laughs> that seems like one instance that she's like, yep, there's your ghost. And, all right. Yeah. Okay, and Isabel was apparently a hotbed, a mess because she had another encounter. Uh. I she must I think she was in the art department fairly regularly so I guess she would interact a lot. Yeah. Uh so Isabel was working on a watercolor painting one day when Esther came by. Isabel asked if she had seen the sister that was looking for her. Esther asked who she was referring to and Isabel said she was just here a minute ago. Uh she said she couldn't tell who she was because the nun had stood between her and the light in the window. Oh man. Yep. Yuck. <laughs> so, no, I know. So she's like, "Uh, okay. Okay, mom." <laughs> Okay, mom. <laughs> um, so that's Isabel's encounters, Esther with Isabel. Now, there were some students who thought they encountered her also. Um, Esther was in Foley around 11 a.m. one day, and so were two students, Anna and Catherine. Uh, they were cleaning, I guess. When Esther checked on them, Catherine asked if she had seen the sister that was looking for her. So, like, two completely different instances, but they're like, hey, there's a nun looking for you. So Esther asked her who, and Catherine said she didn't know, but she had pleats down the front of her dress. Like, yeah. She's like, I don't know, but I'm like, were they on their hands and knees cleaning, and she just looked up and saw 
a pleated dress and she's like, like the only thing she remembers yeah she very ad- like not adamantly but she just very specifically was like i didn't see your face but she had a pleated dress on okay yeah so esther asked if let's see esther asked if it could be sister C- celestine and Catherine said no because she just effing told her she didn't see who it was. Right. Then es- then Esther asked if it was the sister from Texas with a limp. No. Like, <laughs> Very specific. Like, what did she just say? She's <laughs> like, I didn't see her. Stupid. Dang. Oh, no. But she did say, quote, uh, Catherine said, quote, she was a funny looking sister. And you're going to think I'm crazy. But this sister didn't have a face. Like, uh, she's pretty funny looking. I, just, I know. I almost wanted to read it with like a southern accent. I don't. Maybe it's because I read Texas with a limp. Oh, my God. <laughs> Remnants of dead or alive. Oh, my God. Where y'all from? I hope that's really quiet. I'm going to cut that out. Or no, wait. What did I? What was my like one? I had a lot of lines, but what was... What did y'all do it all the way out here for then? Shut <laughs> up. No, it, uh, y'all need a ride? Oh, my God. So many good one-liners. My husband. My, my husband husband's did. dead. Oh, oh, no, it is my, my husband, husband bit, bit me. me. Jesus. Anyway. So dumb. Okay. So, anyway, where was I? Right, so Esther then asked um, Anna if she had seen the sister and knew anything about it but anna who was there with Catherine the whole time said she hadn't seen it like didn't know that it happened so esther questioned them at a like i guess the moment passed and esther questioned them at a later date like different day different time she asked them about the incident and Catherine said she didn't remember anything about it like she did not recall it sister esther is starting to seem a little uh <laughs> yes well no well Catherine. Yeah, Sister Esther is inconsistent, one. But if she's right. telling the truth, why was Catherine like, uh, I don't remember? She's not a reliable narrator. Yeah. Okay, so Don Tamagotchi, sorry, Tamagotchi told Esther uh, the present-day story of the faceless nun roaming the halls in search of an unfinished self-portrait. Um, and Esther laughed and said, quote, that's beautiful fiction, but just rank imagination. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, she's astu- she so ticked me poetic. off. I know, just rank imagination. So, the two instances, two of the instances that led Esther talking to Mary into a mass to clear the quote ghosts in the first place occurred on two different occasions in surprise drawing classes in the art department. Yeah. <laughs> so, Esther was overseeing a drawing class when a student suddenly looked up and said something. Uh, The whole class looked at her, and Esther finally responded, like, answered her. And the student looked perplexed and said, but sister, you were just right next to me a moment ago. And she was embarrassed. Like, the student got real embarrassed. Everyone's like, (laughs) 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 No. But yeah, no, the the student was like, you were just here. And apparently, like, people laughed at her. She was embarrassed and kind of blew it off. A week later, um, Esther was teaching a class when a loud, rhythmic swooshing sound started coming from under the floor, loud enough that she had to stop teaching. Uh, yeah. Excuse me? Yeah. So, and I mean, everyone heard it because it said the class decided it was something... They decided it was someone plastering the ceiling below the classroom since there had been recent damage to it. Uh, so after class, Esther went to investigate, and she found that the ceiling had been mended but about two weeks prior oh no i'll have none of that yeah yeah yeah. um that was a pun i 
None. Oh, oh my oh god. god. Oh, it fell. Oh no. Uh, no, I think it's just me. <laughs> okay. Here, let me try again. <clears throat> I'll have none of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So- <laughs> god dang it. So, Hester, uh, another story. I've been holding on to that one for a minute. You were too. waiting. You were hoping and praying. <laughs> I just for the there- right moment hoping and praying okay um so esther had a friend visiting from chicago um in the same big art room as the other instances i think also where the faceless nun was said to have done her painting um esther was showing off her paintings she's an art teacher there she went behind a larger painting to flip it over for the friend to see and when she came back around the friend's back was to her and she seemed to be muttering to something or someone in the corner. Get the F out, Blair Witch. <laughs> I know. So Esther... Get thee behind me, Satan. <laughs> I know. I read that. I was like... Oh. <laughs> um, so Esther spoke up and the friend, like, whirled around real quick, demanding, are you all over the place? And Esther admitted that the she admitted that the visibility was not in question because there was a thousand watt light bulb hanging over the painting. Like a... It's like a... To showcase it. Yeah. So she's like, it's not that... She admitted that the visibility was fine. Mm-hmm. But the sister was like, are you effing, like, running in circles right now? Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> so, thousand watt light bulb hanging over the painting. The friend was embarrassed and laughed the whole thing off. Uh, so they sat down, got to talking, whatever. And then just moments later, the friend grabbed Esther by the arm and said, there she is again pointing to the area behind the fi- picture and then following with her finger something to the supply closet. No. Excuse me. <laughs> no. Yeah. So again, again, they laughed it off. Who? What? <laughs> Ladies. Yeah. She literally grabbed her by the arm and said, there she is again and like followed to the supply closet. And then they're like, ha 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 ha. That's weird. Gosh. <laughs> uh, so the friend no. returned a year later having not forgot the incident and she entered the room the same room and asked esther if this was the place that was haunted that's a quote and i think that's dumb because obviously it's the place that was haunted right so dummy yeah but weird spoopy um (laughs) esther mentioned another of other stories one of a i i didn't want to read there was a number of other stories but this is getting a little lengthy but i had to quote one of them uh one of the stories was about a quote stolid german nun from jasper who commanded an unknown who commanded unknown approaching footsteps to quote go away and don't bother me i'm busy (laughs) we love a sturdy german woman Uh, it was a stolid (laughs) a stolid german nun from jasper sturdy like straight up (laughs) that's i imagine (laughs) i'm busy oh my god yeah germans are crazy Oh, but, oh, oh now Doris. I can, dang it. Well, now I can say she was having none of that. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, it's, that's twice now. Yeah, you tried. Listen, someone somewhere laughed. It just Thanks, wasn't guys. me. <laughs> uh, okay, so there was a night there. Okay, now, again, we don't believe this, but there was a night where Sister Esther was particularly frightened. She had heard knocking coming from a cupboard behind her. After the third time of the knocking, she became uneasy. Uh, then there was a scratching and scraping that seemed to come from a little passageway. <laughs> she, now she's frightened. Right. God. She stood frozen when she saw something swoosh by the window, and she said she ran out of there as fast as she could. She thinks, looking back on it now, that it was probably just a bird or an owl that sounded like it was coming from inside. But, like, come on, man. 
Right? Are you good? But anyway, apparently, the reason why they're like, we don't think this is real, is apparently she was super calm telling all of these stories. She didn't seem, like, scared or paranoid. And was quick to point, she was again quick to point out that there was no trouble after the mass had occurred. Uh, she speculates it could be imagination or it could be true, given all of the witnesses. So she even said, she's like, I mean, it might be true. It might be fake. I mean, enough people said they experienced things. Even though Catherine eventually backed down from her claims, once again, a fickle, a fickle hoe. So, <laughs> yeah. Jeez. And that's, that's pretty, that was pretty much what I found. Because, I mean, there were other, um, there were other sources. I said, there's a bonus. If you want to trip down cringy memory lane, you can also find more accounts told by others on angelfire.com. Man. A MySpace profile building enthusiast's dream. Look, if you know, you know. Angel Fire, just if you want to laugh, go to angelfire.com and look up anything. Literally anything. <laughs> oh it's my a God. trip. Complete with like static dancing ghost backgrounds. <laughs> Like, do you remember the glitter fonts that you would put on there, or like oh the the glitter? Little, I don't know. They were almost like Bratz dolls. I almost or said Bratz dolls. The little Bratz doll, <laughs> like with the bell bottoms and like zero waist, and just oh my very god, very sassy, very sassy. Put little devil horns on her and be oh like my. naughty. And then you got <laughs> then you got uh, what is it? <sighs> my humps or something? What, what, what oh play? god! <laughs> what Jeez. songs would play on on the kids MySpace? Well, we do not need to. I don't. I can't. Mm -hmm. There's got to be a good one somewhere. Buttons. Was that? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I hope so. It was on my MySpace page. Ooh, for you sure. liar. You're lying. Mine was probably for Lion K. I think it was, actually. Nobody go find. You know what? Just forget we said anything. Yeah, about. scratch this. Yeah, no one, no one uses MySpace anymore. You know what? Good luck because I had trouble finding my MySpace. I, I tried. So. It's hopefully wiped from the face of this earth. No, if you I, think I, the angst is real now, I found it. Yours? I did find mine. Oh, yeah, God. I got some pictures off of there that they weren't too bad. Us and our friends, definitely not my cringy, super high in the air selfies so Ooh. none of those <laughs> yeah complete with, with the eyeliner lots, lots of eyeliner <laughs> the lower the eyeliner the closer to satan oh my god <laughs> i'm bringing it back i'm oh gonna bring god. it back okay that's so that's the uh so there's like validity it's weird because there's like stories to back up claims but they're not <sighs> they're all from the same lady and i understand she's the only one who kind of uh like actually wrote out what had happened right, to her. Right, Someone told Tamagotchi specifically to go find Sister Esther. And I mean, like, obviously she was a treasure trove of stories, so... Right. Yeah. I... So I don't know. It's weird because the instance of the Faceless Nun was said to have happened in 1940. Like, she either got sick on campus or she went to France. They also said she traveled to France because actually... Same Mary of the Woods happened because, like, nuns from France, I believe, came here they were sent out into the world like mormon style but to create schools so that's where saint mary of the woods came from so they said like the faceless nun went back to france and then became sick either way like ho became sick and she died from it before she finished this painting but or so they say uh, <laughs> name drop okay. okay so that yeah that's that's the faceless nun that's this that's the story that i found there's actually, yeah, there's a bit of info on it, so kind of cool. 
No, I thought it was super creepy. Yeah, um, yeah sister Esther. Stuff, like just seeing a random woman who just keeps like all around the room and she's just like, ha ah, ha ha, like laughing yeah, it off. Because the thing is, like, idiot. she just talked to Sister Esther and Sister Esther said, like, Isabel, the friend, the two students, an entire classroom. Like, and that's just one person telling stories. So imagine, like, how many real instances. I don't know if I mentioned this. It's on the website. Um, if you look, there's a synopsis of the of the episode on the website or so they say pod.com and i've got some pictures at the bottom just to kind of look at um one of them is a foley hall it's the black and white one the unfortunate thing is foley hall no longer exists they tore it down in i should have wrote that down i don't know when they tore it down long time ago yeah they leveled it it's gone but of course because you got to keep this ghost story alive everyone's like well she was just sort of like all over the place like she, she found her way to, to another, another hall yeah well i mean I, oh, I don't know why I didn't say it. There was definitely, because there's definitely a story where, like, a lot of, I say a lot, a number of people recalled that in the church, in the Church of Immaculate Conception, they saw a woman sitting in the pews, a nun sitting in the pews, like, so- weeping, softly weeping. Oh. Yeah. And so they walked up to comfort her, and she turned around and had no face. Dude, peace out. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, Bye. and that's like, I feel like that story is told a couple of times. I don't know if it's like people were calling the same story over and over, but yeah, a number of people said they have heard either heard soft crying in the empty church or seen a nun crying in the pews of the church. Mm-mm. So no she's fan. kind of all over the place. She's kind of all over campus, and that makes sense if she was a teacher. She'd be all over the place, even though her home was fully hall. They still have an art department. It's got to be somewhere, so maybe she creeps around there. Yeah. Right. All right. Okay, now I'm really done. So that's so- the background. Now let's get into our own investigation <laughs> because we're not taking their word for it. <laughs> right. So to if we're being honest, this this was not a recent trip we took. We no. went to St. Mary of the Woods. We tried to discuss this the other day. When, when do you think we went? 2007 or 8, I think is what we mm-hmm. settled on. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So it's been a hot minute, um, but we recall it well. Oh, yeah. Pretty vividly. Um, um, I, I don't know if that's really telling, but... Honestly, yeah, I don't know if I want to, like, say it now. I'll go ahead and say it now. Honestly, one of the spookier places we've been. I Like, yeah. one of the most... Well, well let's just, we'll hold let's off. just tell the story. We'll wait till the end. We'll wait till the end. So, um, so picture yeah. it. It's about this time of year. Sicily. 1920. <laughs> No, no, no. It really was. Uh, it was summertime, I'd say, probably July or August 2000. It was, like, it was a muggy, humid night. Yeah. it. We were almost into fall, but not quite. I just um, remember it being muggy. Not that you guys care that we could pull, like, the farmer's almanac and tell you for certain, but <laughs> I'm sure you don't care. Um, but it was about summertime, and it was Kelsey and I and one of our friends, and at the time, he was just my friend. I'm married to him now. Hey, John. Um, <laughs> so the four of us decided to go out, and we actually went to another place that night. It was a bust. Maybe we'll cover it one day. But Did we? Yeah. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. So um, it was very quick quick night oh yeah that was just creepy for other reasons right there is a history but you know what we're getting off topic so we were at okay, we, we decided to you know our first place was a bust and it was kind of uh just it was weird. not a good start to the night yeah, and we're weird. like well let's head up to saint mary of the woods so we go on campus which first of all 
take caution okay. in doing this yourself only because it is still a open campus. There are still students, which means there's still campus security. security yeah. And it's honestly, and I don't mean to get, I guess this isn't technically political, but the climate in which we're in now, I, I be careful lurking in the dark. Right. On a campus. I personally would not suggest the bummer is I wouldn't suggest doing it right now, but we'll right. get there. We'll, we Just were young care- and dumb. Yeah, we were young and careful. dumb. Be careful. Y'all know the climate of things that we're in now. It's j- Times are messed up. Just be watch careful. Whatever back. you do, watch your back. So, um, several years ago, St. Mary of the Woods. It's it's late. I think we got there probably around midnight. Um, I thought it was it around may even three. Been, well, that's, we wandered a little. Okay, so. It was like one or two and we wandered for like an hour. Because for whatever reason at the time, what we had heard was that she liked to show her face around 3 a.m. Wasn't it like 3.15? Yeah, it was a very specific time around 3 a.m. So we got there really late, it, and we wandered the campus for a while. Um, we didn't we, sleep a lot then. <laughs> we found the building where supposedly you should see her. Um, so to kill some time, I think we had like an hour or so to kill, we decided to walk around campus where we did experience a little bit of supernatural, well, uh, unusual things. I don't know if I could call them supernatural. Right. Um, oh, that was a dog outside. Yeah. That scared me so bad. <laughs> um, we walked around campus. There was a, There was a point where while waiting for this three magical 3 a.m. time to roll around, that passing by one of the buildings, we felt uh, a really cold spot under one of the windows. It was really and, sudden, too. Yeah, it was very short, very quick. Walked by, and we're like, whoa, what was that? And we turned around and walked back through it again, and it was gone. Now, we're outside. There was also... Near a window. In that cold spot, do you remember? It also yes. smelled very heavily of, of white diamond. Yeah, white diamond perfume. perfume. Um, your go smell your grandma. I guarantee <laughs> she's wearing white diamond. Sniff around her closet. Uh, yeah. Take a get, whiff. Get past the mothballs, and you will smell white diamond. And I mean, yeah, that, that kind of freaks you out a little bit because you're out there looking for a faceless old nun. Um, to be fair, it's outside, cold spot, whatever, you under just a window. By a building, there could have been an air conditioning unit. We're on an all women's campus at the time. Yes, it was all women still. So to smell old lady perfume is not was not uncommon. Right. So I mean, at three a.m., I don't know who's getting all gussied up at three a.m. on a Catholic women's Sluts. campus. Sluts. <laughs> so, um. Not much else walking around, but so we head back to the building. We head back to where you're supposed to see her. It's getting time and we're watching the clock and we're waiting and nothing's happening and we're getting very sad. And so in our naive mind, we thought, what better way to get this going than to agitate her? So (laughs) we were ruthless right my god we agitated everywhere we went that's probably why we have stories in the first place we will learn over time it's a wonder how we're here to tell you these stories (laughs) they're honest to god there's a few we'll get there but there's like yeah there are some that i'm like for multiple reasons i don't know how we got out of that mess no my god (laughs) we digress we um so we decide it's time to poke the bear a little bit (laughs) and um so first we decided to go up to the building and kind of look into the windows and see 
um, what we could see, if there was anything in there, any, you know, is there something that we could misconstrue as somebody or something that could scare us, whatever. I don't know if that was really what was going on in our mind, but we wanted to look in there and see what's in there. So the four of us head up to the doors, head up to the windows, and there's nothing to see. There's nothing there. So we take another step back, and we're standing several yards back from the building. We're giving her plenty of space to show herself. And she's still not showing up. Where's this hoe at? So we said, you know what? Let's take turns going up there. But everyone was a big wuss and wouldn't go alone. So Heather and I are like, let's go. Let's do it. And Kelsey and John stay back. And Heather and I walk up there. And I remember we were so afraid to walk up. It's only like three steps, concrete steps up to a door. But we were going to walk up the stairs and we kept chickening out and backing up. We're like, no, do it, do it. So we walk up and I remember going to grab the handle and I don't know, this could just be in my mind, like hear me out, but I swear that handle jiggled before that our hand was on it. So we said, <laughs> bye. And we backed out and pedaled back and we're like, gross. No, ew, ew, ew. And we told him we're like, the handle was moving. I swear we didn't touch it. It started moving on its own. And Kelsey and John are like, oh, well, yeah, right. Whatever. So then Bye. they take a trip up and Heather and I hang back. Okay. So I guess maybe uh, I can take it from here. Yeah. So yeah. Cause there's two sides to this part here. This is where it starts to get real kind of weird. weird. Like, I don't know. At this point, things could be explained away. Sure. But so me and John wanted to walk up to this building. And we did. We were standing side by side, and we were talking a big game. Like, we're like, why are they moving so slow? Why aren't they getting to the door? And we're like, it's not that big of a deal. We start walking up. It's creepy, honestly. It was kind of creepy. So we're kind of short of linking arms and walking together. We're just, like, walking side by side up to the door. And then all I know for me, I can speak for myself, is that I'd say we got about two-thirds of the way there, and then suddenly like my whole body just froze it was like it was like sleep paralysis but you're not sleeping like i and it wasn't nerves it wasn't being scared it suddenly just felt like my whole body was made out of cement and i couldn't move anything and it would be i could scratch it up to just nerves if john had not stopped at the exact same time like mid stride we both stopped Mm -hmm. and about this time heather and i are watching them and they both stop and we don't know why they're stuck. They're far enough away from us that we can't hear them. And I remember we were going to ask them, like, what? Do you see something? Do you hear something? And then, Heather, I can feel her nails in my arm. And I was like, girl, what? And she said, do you see that? And I realized I'm staring at them, and I'm like, I think I see it. I'm not sure. But I, it looked in between them. There was a very misty almost kind of like a foggy shape not necessarily of a person but there was definitely a presence in between the two of them just standing there standing with them and I remember watching the two of them all of a sudden all at once they both just go stumbling backwards like someone just punched them in the gut and they just go flying backwards and heather and i are like holding on to each other like what's going on what's happening and they both come running back and they're freaking out they're like panicking out of breath and we're like why did you stop why did you stop going and 
they said they felt like they had just ran into a brick wall like something had just stopped them and i swear what i saw on my end it looked like that fog just like ran through the two of them and just pushed them over and at that exact same time that's when they came flying back yeah it was it was the weirdest sensation so i guess on my end she kind of told it but we're both standing there and like we both stopped suddenly and i can't remember who spoke first i feel like it was me because i was nervous like i was like man i'm chickening out here so i i I was like i can't move i told him like i just kind of whispered i was like i can't move and i would have been okay if but he just went me either and i was like like are your feet stuck and he went yeah i was like oh my god like this is not good and yeah it was the weirdest i didn't feel anything push me we're mid stride moving forward towards the door but then all of a sudden i just like fall back i lost my balance backwards and fell backwards like not i didn't fall my butt or anything like that but it was just like Like a a stumble backwards and it was man i power walked like i was in the olympics (laughs) back to them i was like oh my god it was messed up so for whatever reason we aren't done yet and (laughs) we said no we felt something saw something kind of but it wasn't it wasn't good enough we, we weren't done yet so we said you know what let's just have john go up by himself it's an all women's campus right Mm -hmm. and we're thinking to ourselves you know it didn't really freak out when heather and i went up and it wasn't you know whatever happened wasn't too terrible but it didn't really happen until john was there and so it kind of clicked that you know a guy this is a man traipsing in the middle of the night around an all-women's campus it's a little like foreboding is that a word (laughs) yeah she probably didn't like it too much is my guess so we the bright idea was okay john so you go Go by yourself that really ticks her off so um (laughs) yeah we didn't learn from that experience apparently (laughs) so we send john up by ourselves and me kelsey and heather all standing just in a row watching and he (laughs) the first thing he tells us before he walks away is if you see something do not scream. scream just tell me to come back and we said sure sure you got it you got it right go ahead just go and um so john starts walking up there and he's taking his time and he keeps looking over his shoulder kind of like the are we still good are we good and we're like yep keep going um and at some point and i don't know when it happened no one i mean i don't even know we haven't spoken to heather about this in a really long time and i don't know if she can attest i'm just like willing to bet she would say the same thing i just had this <laughs> gut feeling that she would still recall i want to ask way. her before this is actually published but um so all of a sudden there's this glow coming from there's these really tall windows that kind of flank either side of the door and this glow almost like a greenish think of like a glow stick I was gonna say, the way i always explain it to people is like think of a glow in the dark sticker like even lisa frank something i don't know <laughs> a glow in this dark sticker now cover a room floor to ceiling wall to wall like every inch of that room is covered in glow in the dark stickers that are like at their brightest point right it's just it, this this very this soft, soft green green glow coming from the entire window and john's still walking he's not stopping and he turns around looks at us and says like, like gives us the gives thumbs, thumbs up, up again and we all just kind of like, like nod like, like yep keep going because no one really wants to stop it but we can't look away you know you don't know when it happened all of a sudden there's like, just mostly i just saw it in my peripherals because like it 
it's not like hypnotic but like i just could not stop looking you're at that almost window. in disbelief like where did that come from all of a sudden this light's just out of nowhere like lobster in a boiling pot style like you don't know <laughs> that it's happening and then suddenly you're like well this is happening right so maybe a weird a weird connection it's there, okay but, oh, I, I, I was wondering I'm, where you were going but i picked stop, it up stop i'm done with this beer just about oh no i'm it. not mr crabs i'm feeling <laughs> it speaking of crabs oh and monsters <laughs> okay anyway so not to take away from the tension so john is walking up to the yes. door and mm. there's a soft green glow and we're all standing waiting you know watching this light we're trying to watch him but i can't i mean me personally i can't turn away from this light no i have no clue he could have danced his way up to that door and i would not have noticed (laughs) so he gets all the way up to the steps and he gives us one more look like are we okay and at this point no one's even responding i think we're all just staring at this light and i guess he took that so john takes it as the go ahead and he reaches forward and the second (sighs) His hand touched that doorknob. I don't I don't know how to explain what happened. I can't explain it up to this point, but it's almost like someone's it went from you, this theater soft, kids. Theater kids. Right, hear us <laughs> out. Think of like a gel and a spotlight. You know how in theater, like in a spotlight, it just goes like to different colors immediately, like seamlessly. But and you fast. get that split second where you saw it change. This change from that soft green, green glow to, to a blood hideous blood red, red just glaring, like think Amityville Ro- Chicago, style. Roxy Hart style. I went a different direction. Like, no, so no. block tango style <laughs> lights coming from this, this red light just oozing out of this window and i remember heather and i just like grab each other and we look and then we turn heather goes to grab kelsey (laughs) and there is no kelsey kelsey is gone in the time it took them to like like breathe in to scream i was ripping at the door halfway back to the car heather turned around and kelsey's just goodbye she's all almost to the car we know where i stand if something detrimental happens if something like life-threatening happens i will be gone you are on your own fam (laughs) yeah good good luck luck. (laughs) so heather and i did um the most sensible thing and we screamed at the top of our lungs just like john told us not to and he whipped around so freaking the only thing that i could think to scream was run and it just oh my god we start oh, running we back missed, to the I car. Mean, see, we hit the, the climax, and I realized, wasn't there a point that we thought we saw a figure in the in the upper window? I don't know. I don't <sighs> remember. I honestly only remember the lights, if you I, want me to be perfectly. Okay. I feel like, I don't frank. know, was that, that might have been another one. There's so, a lot of <laughs> hint dropping here to future so, episodes. We take off to the car and we scream and John is mad. He's like, what? What? Running back to the car with us and screaming like, who has the keys? And I'm like, who has the keys? Megan had the keys. And I was just like, who has the keys? You're freaking out. And God, because I was ripping at this door for like a solid minute. Or in my pocket. So we unlock the car and we take off and we're just, John keeps asking, what happened? What did you see? What, what happened? And none of us can, we got to catch our breath, sir. Like, excuse me. And wasn't it? also did campus security not that time okay they were not involved somehow we made that whole night without running into a a campus security at all and we have been there 
other uh, times before yeah. and times after and we've ran into campus security a couple of times so this yeah. was like the magic night it really was so um so we're driving back and john wants to know what happened and we finally get to a point where we can tell him what we saw and he saw nothing no light i mean he was right next to that window he was kind of mad because he was like i was just about to get to the door he thought we like ruined it for him right and it and heather is really quiet the whole time and eventually she she pipes up and she says her neck hurts and we end up getting to a point where we can stop i don't remember if it was a gas station or what it probably but, was the gas um, speedway freaking speedway <laughs> But we stopped and we get out of the car and Heather just has two long scratches all the way around her neck. And there was a bush nearby. We tried to explain this one because there was like an overgrown bush on the sidewalk Mm -hmm. when we were walking around campus earlier that we kind of brushed against. But I feel like a, a bush would not have done that. No, no. It was almost clear around her neck. So... That was our biggest encounter with the Faceless Nun. Well, with the legend of the Faceless Nun. Now, let's break it down a little bit here. There are a couple things. Go ahead. There are a couple things that I feel like I can explain away. The bush, her scratches on her neck, possibly by the bush. Maybe could be the bush. The cold spot and the perfume. Could be an air conditioning unit. But usually that blows out hot air. Yeah, and we're on a, a women's campus, so... To smell perfume isn't unusual. Those lights. There, I, we've thought about this. We've obviously, we've had 13 or so years to think about this. And I still, to this day, could not tell you what that was. I have no idea. I mean, we even walked up to the window and looked in at one point. And all that was in there was a stairwell. There was nothing. nothing. It was an empty room. Because we've been places where, like, people specifically try to scare you like we've been scared by real people before yeah that's again (laughs) more stories for later keep listening um so yeah we've been we've been in situations where people real life people have scared us at what are supposed to be haunted places they kind of take the fun out of it Mm -hmm. this i don't know like i don't like i said theater kids spotlights if you ever had to change gels real quick that's exactly what it was see i think we had four willing people people who the four of us would be okay if it turned out to be nothing, you know? We we go for the scare, and if we leave without one, we tried, you know? I don't know. I think I don't know how to explain what we saw that night. So that's our personal encounter with the Faceless Nun. Yeah, so that's what we mean by take it for what you will. But, but I think you can take it for what you will after this last little tidbit. So what we're going to do now is... You've heard the the story, the legend. You've heard the history in the background. You've heard our personal encounter. So, let's rate re- this yeah. bad boy. <laughs> is it really haunted? Mm-hmm. Raider. So, first thing we're going to grade this on is historical accuracy. Was there backing documents? Were there real... <sighs> I mean, was there real substantial evidence that the faceless nun was a real event that happened? Or a real person in this case. There are books. There are people who at least know people who lived during that time. So I feel like historical accuracy is 
I would put it somewhere to like a four. The only thing that stops me from giving it a high rating is the fact that there's no name. You know, you we know Tamagotchi knew Sister Esther <laughs> firsthand and still doesn't know a name. Yeah, it historical accuracy. I don't even. I personally don't. I don't want to give it a four. I would say a three out of five because there are a lot of stories. There is a lot of history to St. Mary of the Woods. There's an art department. Like, the thing is, if she was an art teacher, if she painted in full, if she was a renowned, at least on-campus painter for for self-portraits, or not self-portraits, for, like, portraits of people and then a self-portrait, you'd think people would remember that. Especially, it happened in 1940, and when this was written in 1970, that's not a large stretch of time, and suddenly people can't recall like all right well, I, like I'll i don't mean to poo poo it i don't yeah. mean to poo poo it but it's okay, the historical so like accuracy like i say three i think three is being generous because there's an awful lot of rich stories to tell but rich history like saint mary of the woods has a rich history sister esther has a rich history rest in peace sister esther <laughs> had right but they're all stories like nobody was like when Sister Esther, or when the Faceless Nun was alive, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like... All right, so three. three. And that's being sure. generous. And that's just because there are real living people. There's real documentation. There's a real living person who can talk about these things and not be able to explain all of them away. Yeah. So there's that. Next. Scare level. How scary was this place? Now, <laughs> this being 13 years ago, I don't want to, like, rate it now. I kind of want to use it as how I really felt then. And if I had to give it a rating, um, man, that's got to be, like, a solid four. Solid, solid four. Like, creeping into five. Of the places we've been so far, mm-hmm. it's top three for sure oh it's in my top three definitely it's not my number one but yeah n- number one's a good one. Oh yeah <laughs> oh it's you gotta stick around for that one that's God. gonna be so good i'm 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 pumped for that and it's gonna be a minute it, yeah it's gonna be a little while but we'll we'll get there um but yeah it's definitely in my top three i would say a four solid four yeah because it man if something gets if something gets a big kid running you know it's scary <laughs> <laughs> we don't stand self-deprecation in this house don't do that but no we don't I, no ma'am so yeah four mm-hmm. for sure creep like four and a four and a quarter is that All a right. thing so third level or third rating i guess uh the believability um is it supernatural or can you dismiss this uh three to yeah, I'm three. thinking a I three. Wanna, a three is obviously not right down the middle, but in my mind it is. Don't ask me why. <laughs> no, I feel the same way. Only because, yeah, there were little things we didn't go there looking for that happened that we can explain away. But the one thing we sought out was so substantial. We can't explain it. And that's what we went for. If we wouldn't have walked around the campus, if we would have just rolled right up at three o'clock and then parked our butts right there in front of the door... We wouldn't have experienced that other stuff, and I feel like I would have given it a higher rating. Um, or maybe even, I mean, everything happens for a reason. Believe what you will. That's what I believe. Everything happens for a reason, mm-hmm. and I feel like even if the stuff before could be explained away and wasn't necessarily real, I feel like it built up to what was the main experience. Who's to say right. that it would have happened if we would have just up and gone? 
Right. If we had to walk around and kind of agitate her a little bit, as we do. So As we did. We, mm, well, we still do a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. So would you recommend this place to people? To locals, I guess. So there's, you're not going to find many St. Mary's around. So. Right. For me, that is a catch-22. My that's honest a double answer sword. is no. I, I think ultimately I would say no also because, like, if, not to be a party pooper, because right. of the safety. It sucks because we just, you know, we build up that this is, both of us is in our top three and if you would ask me the next morning, like, would, should I go? Like, heck yeah. Yes, 100%. Get in, go. You want me to ask you in 2020? 2020? <laughs> no, absolutely uh-uh. not. I would not. I just, it, it worries me. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the adult in us. I yeah, don't know. We've, we've grown a little bit, but yeah, it's not to be a party pooper, but ultimately I say no. I would not recommend I am not condoning going. I am not recommending going. I just said that. But, like, God, if you go, just please, please have use a backup caution. plan. Use caution. Please. Have a plan. Which, actually, we could tell that quick story, which is we had a backup plan for if we were to get caught, which was because Megan and John weren't even dating yet, so it was kind of funny. We were going to say <laughs> that there's a really, really pretty grotto out at St. Mary of the Woods. Oh, it's a beautiful campus. People are out there taking Ma- pictures again, for everything. I've got a picture of campus in the fall go look on at the, the, on website, the website and it's take so a look. pretty oh god i love fall god i love fall you'll find it under episodes yes there you go go into the episodes tab on the website or so they say pod.com or i finished the beer <laughs> or so they say pod.com it's gonna be there anyway uh-oh grotto right so <laughs> there, there's a grotto there and the plan that we had we had a very elaborate escape plan if you will if campus police showed up which was that Megan and John were engaged. We were out earlier that day checking out the grotto because it was one of their potential wedding venue sites. And they lost Megan's engagement ring. And so we, because it's a very expensive ring, like you don't want to lose your engagement ring. So like we could not wait till the morning. She freaked out. Bridezilla over here had to go find her ring. We were going to tell them like, look, we're going to the grotto to find this ring. Like it is very expensive. Cannot lose it. Great grandmother's ring. I woke up in a sweat. I just had to go out and get it right right then. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, you got ready for the night. You're like, my ring, my brand. Right. And so that was our story. Um, Um, So overall, would we recommend, honestly, no, no, just because of what's going on in the world today? If you could take away the climate of the world today, yeah, for sure. If you wanted a haunted place, definitely. For your safety, we do not recommend. To be perfectly honest, I feel like... Nah, you know what? I'm just going to not. We're not going to get political on this, but I'm yeah. just, no, no. Yes. I wouldn't recommend. It's very <laughs> scary if you if you feel confident in yourself and you feel like you've got a good excuse to be out there and you are really good at lying, then sure, go for it. But yeah, overall, no. I, it makes so. me nervous, but like, it's a scary place. If you just take into the spooky factor, sure. Would mm-hmm. recommend for spooky, would not recommend for well, safety. and I would hate to give you this story and then you go out and get nothing so yeah um okay so overall we've graded it on historical accuracies the scare level and the believability so overall on a scale of zero to five what would you give that kelsey uh i mean 
like a three and a half. The poopy thing is the, the poopy, I think we're the same because I'm an adult. <laughs> the poopy thing is that yeah, it's it's the other things that drag it down. But overall, if we're doing like basic math here, I think that's a three and a half. I hate that it only has a three and a half. Is that bad? Like no, I wanted I, I it to want, be higher. I wish it could be higher, but it's literally the safety. The the safety is the big one. Mm-hmm. What was the other reason? I already forgot. Is that some of it can be explained away? But right. Oh no, the historical accuracy and the historical accuracy. You know, but if you if you it. take away historical accuracy, uh, maybe a four, maybe a four. But the historical accuracy, it's not. It's, it's honestly not super accurate. There's really not a lot of meat to the story i'm mad that i used that (laughs) that phrase but there's just not a lot happening as far as the faceless nun goes you could find story after story about saint mary of the woods but not about who she was we don't even have a name so taking into account everything a three yeah but i'd still one of my top three haunted places to date i believe all right yeah I think that's it. I think that's episode one. I think you made it, guys. I think we all made it. (laughs) Thanks for coming along on this one. Yeah. Um, So if you liked what you heard, go ahead. Like we we put a lot of work into this. I'm not going to lie to you. It's this is this was so much more work than I thought it was going to be. But it's been rewarding. It's been fun. I'm not I haven't been mad about doing it. No. Mm -mm. But if if we're being honest there there's a cost to this like physically uh emotionally mentally whatever right but monetarily so if you like what you hear if you want to keep hearing more episodes we would really appreciate if you'd like to hear more episodes uh consider donating to our patreon it's just patreon.com forward slash or so they say pod uh we've got different tiers there for you eventually we'd like to get you guys merch We'd like to get you guys more incentives. We've got a little some incentives for you now, uh, but we need your support. If you want to keep hearing this, if you want us to keep going, if you want merchandise, ever, the Patreon's going to be the biggest thing, mm-hmm. really. And actually, episode number one, we have one Patreon supporter oh, to yes, shout I out. Yes, I almost forgot. We are we have a few tiers on there. One of which, if you donate at five dollars a month, you get a shout out from us. So, so Megan, do you want to do the honors? Our shout out goes to our dear sister Brianna giving it five dollars <laughs> a month. Gosh darn it. Thank you. She Thanks. believed in us before <laughs> she even heard us. I hope she doesn't regret it. Right, God. So thank you, Brianna. For She's being the our first, very first Patreon donor. Right. Trailblazer over here leading <sighs> the way. Follow her, follow in her steps, people. Please and thank you. Um, if you want to catch us other places, you can visit our website and you can find on the website right now um, the notes on this episode for The Faceless Nun. Our website is orsothesaypod.com. Uh, you can also catch us on social media Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all under Or So They Say Pod. Um, uh, to be fair, I think Facebook may be just Or So They Say. That's just a page. I know Facebook. We'll clarify like, that. Yeah, Facebook's one. But, but yeah, you'll find it's the same same uh, cover art on everything, so it should stick out to you. And right now, uh, we also have a newsletter. If you want to check that out, that's also on our website under follow us. Um, right now, it we're... May, it's actually I think it's keep in touch. But either way, either keep in touch or on the homepage, there's actually a link at the bottom that says contact us. That will link you to the newsletter page as well. And we want to keep you up on 
um, episodes behind the scenes eventually we're going to start traveling and going to new places because we're going to run out of stories uh that we've already done so traveling expenses um, part of the patreon will cover travel expenses for sure along with things to give back to you guys because we definitely want to give back to you so we didn't touch on it much this episode but it'll also help towards equipment because you'll learn in future episodes we actually use a bit we've got our ouija board our dowsing rods emf reader voice recorder like the these whole thi- shebang yeah these things are not cheap so yeah that's it i think we're done here yeah so thank you for listening wow that's episode <laughs> one holy cow it's done we did it yeah we did it fam high fives uh- Yay. Oh. <laughs> how, how do we get out of here now? All right. Well, see you next time. Bye. Bye. Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Cody Mason. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Or So They Say Pod. Visit us at our website, Or So They Say Pod.com, where you can find links to all social media. If you like the show, please subscribe to our newsletter and consider donating to our podcast at patreon.com forward slash or so they say pod. Running a podcast takes time and money, and we'd love to give you the best listening experience possible. Episodes can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to help drive us up the charts, and of course, thanks for listening. <laughs>